Welcome back to the tea room with your lovely host, Palm T, Earl Grey, and Black Tea. So, it's a new year, and on today's 17th episode, we're going to be reflecting on really big stories that happened in 2018. And also, we're going to be talking about things that we want to improve on in the new year. So, I guess we can call this episode Reflections. <laughs> yes. And that would be a good way to yeah, title the episode. Title it Reflections. And um, one thing that we wanted to um, talk about were big stories in sports politics, music, and also um, different suicides and deaths that occurred over the past year. And the first thing we're going to talk about is um, big stories in sports. So I know Kaepernick taking a a kneel that was really Mm -hmm. big and him being the face of the Nike campaign, a lot of people had issues about that. We had a whole (laughs) half of an episode about that. Yeah. Yeah. That was really big. That was big, especially people burning their own... Uh, gear, Nike gear. I do feel like we haven't heard about that recently. Right. Is he, what is he doing now? That's a good point. I, I honestly don't know because I feel like I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen him really out in the public. Um, I think, yeah, he's still, I think he's still working on his uh, campaign, which is, you know, the fight against black police brutality and whatnot. But just because we don't hear about it doesn't mean he's not doing anything. Of course, he's probably doing something. And we should really start by congratulating Nike with going in that direction for choosing Kaepernick as the voice or the face of their campaign. They could have picked anybody, and they picked Kaepernick because they realized he was the he was the voice of the people. He mm-hmm. was he represented what was really happening, not only in sports but also in the social and political um, atmosphere as well. So I think it was a good part on Nike choosing him to be the face of their campaign. Yeah, I agree because um I know some people had stated when the campaign was coming out that they felt someone that was actually still part active in sports should have been the face, but I feel like just because of what Kaepernick stands for, I think he made the better face for the campaign. I agree. I feel <clears throat> if it was someone who was an active uh, athlete, I think that it would have been like, oh, okay, they're, they're recognizable, but mm-hmm. it made people be like, wow, he actually hasn't been an active athlete for a while, but because of what he stands for, he's still so important. Mm-hmm. And I think it was good to have more, I guess you could say, controversial person than just an athlete who ever, who people see in the new, people see on game, you know, in games every single day. Mm-hmm. And I like that other other celebrities like had his back because mm-hmm. it forces more people to be like okay this person is supporting Kaepernick what is he talking about like why is he why is everyone coming together to talk about this one guy so I like I like to see that in sports and there were actors supporting him there were actresses there were people and comedians supporting him so it was good to see everyone seemed to be on the same page and for the most part <laughs> for the most part i think certain people realize their stupidity in the long run <laughs> because not the guy who burned his house down. oh my god he's probably, his, his family's probably not forgetting what he did they're probably like this is unforgivable <laughs> because how like that that's just another thing it shows how far people are willing to 
not stand up for police brutality, the lengths they would go to go against it mm-hmm. and pull out everything that they think it's about, but it's not without really knowing or understanding what the whole campaign is about. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you burning your Nikes? Oh, because he's against the military. That's not what he said. That's not what he stands for. If you really took the time to understand him, you'd realize that that's not what the entire campaign is about. I think just a lot of misinformation and people getting the karma that they deserve because of that. <laughs> Yes, I definitely agree. Um, I think something else that was big in sports, I guess, um, what's his name? LeBron James, like, opening up the, oh, the school. school in Akron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In his hometown, right? Correct. Akron, Ohio. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, that was pretty big because, mm-hmm. it, especially after, I forgot the woman's name, told him basketball, he, you know, basketball yeah. players should just shut up and dribble. Correct. And not only that, it's it's one thing to build a school, but this is also a development. This is a center, a place where they're being developed and groomed to become bigger than, or given an opportunity to think outside the box and think outside of an education. What can I become with what I'm learning in the classroom? So I think mm-hmm. it's a way for these kids to really get the opportunity that they may not be afforded just going to any other school. Right. And it's going to be com- competitive, but the way that he's going about it, he's picking students based on not just merit, but what they want to do with their futures. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's really important. And I personally don't like LeBron James. <laughs> on the court, everyone in this room knows that. But I think what he's doing off the court, I thought that was really great for 2018. And I hope he continues to do like good work off the court. Um, and then now we're going to just speak uh, about some things that happen in, in the government and politics. Oh, Lord. It's been a rough year. Yeah. It's definitely been a rough year. It still is. It definitely has. So I know, Black T, you have some. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about um, this midterms elections was one of the closest we've seen in a long time. um, Reports state that this was the, um, the highest amount of voters since in a very long time. They hadn't seen this for a midterm election. They hadn't mm. seen this much turnout for a midterm election. And even more so, they hadn't seen races so close where votes were off by, what, uh, 10,000. And that's a lot. I mean, that's really small. If you're in a if you're in a state with over 2 million people, 10,000 votes is extremely close. So mm. to have the votes this close really showed how competitive this race was and how people really were able to reach the, the the viewers or I mean the voters that they wanted so and they were able to connect with the voters that they wanted to seek votes from so on that note with with this midterm election there were a lot of firsts we got to see the first transgender person um, elected into office uh yes that's very that's very progressive this yes. is something this is very progressive because it wasn't until the last administration that they got to they got their own rights Mm -hmm. to marry legally in all 50 states Mm -hmm. homosexuals transgenders were accounted for legally with with the last administration they were able to receive care under different um different types of medicare med uh, and medicaid and um health insurances because of the last administration if you look back on the first term with uh, Obama, a lot of these weren't allowed. And because of him, we've come such a long way. It's been pretty progressive. Mm. And people are able to see real equality. I think that's great in terms of the health care. Yeah. Yes. They, weren't, they, weren't, they weren't awarded any type of... 
Uh, I think doctors were lying. They had to bill under different codes so that because they couldn't like yeah, identify they couldn't, they couldn't what they were. Say, oh, this person's getting a sex change. They right. have to like tuck it under something else mm. or use a code. Um, um, more first were Ayanna Presley. She was the first Black House member from Massachusetts. Very and nice. We're very proud of that. Um, <laughs> the first Muslim Congresswoman were Rashida Tlaib. Okay. Women, Omar. Women yes. and women of color. Yes. Amazing. Jared Polis, the first openly gay man elected as governor. Okay. I never saw that happening. Especially, yeah. especially in Colorado. Lord Jesus. Yes, Ooh. that's a big... Wow. Or an openly gay because they're always openly in the closet. Gay. I'm telling wow. you. That's, I was going to say that even though in some areas especially it seems Colorado. like we're not advancing, it's yeah. good to see that because it shows... Okay, in some places we are advancing. Right. Or at least getting people in power that can maybe make some different changes than have been previously made. Right. Exactly. I agree. And there were many firsts. Uh, for New York, we had, uh, what is her name? Oh, the, his, the Hispanic, Hispanic woman. from the Bronx. Yes. Oh, Cort- what's it? Cortez? Oh, Alex- uh, Alexander. Ocasio. Ocasio. Yes. Let's see. Uh, yes, Alexandra. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, Alexandria. Ocasio Cortez. Yes. She is, I believe, Puerto Rican woman from the Bronx. I will And with her, that. there were so many stories about her not being from the Bronx. Puerto Rican was born in the Bronx. They were like, she went to school in affluent neighborhoods. Is she really from the Bronx? And I like that the fact that she's kept the same energy. Right. There was a video of her surfacing, dancing in a bar. She got to Congress and was dancing in Congress. Yeah. She goes, they can't stop me from dancing. Right. I'm going to continue to dance. They can't silence me. And she's one of the youngest to also yes. be elected into she Congress. She is only 29. Yeah, she oh, made yes. real. She's the youngest to be elected into Congress, so I really do like the uh, the direction that we're moving in with the, this election, and I like that so many people turned out mm-hmm. to give their vote a voice. I think if it wasn't for the atmosphere, the environment that we were in this presidency, a lot of this would go unnoticed. Mm-hmm. As much as we hate Trump, let us focus on what we really wanted as a people and it really helped us elect the people we thought would represent us and it was an opportunity for those people to be heard and because of the trump administration these people were allowed to be Mm. heard that is true because i feel like more younger people are getting into politics and they're actually looking at what these people are in congress or are trying to pass and the policies they're trying to do because of trump we're like we don't want someone else like him we don't want a second trump in office so what can we do to change that so i i do agree i think that's good and it's made us hyper aware of what we want Mm -hmm. as a people we 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 realized we messed up in 20 our 2018 we uh, 2017 during the elections we messed up horribly (laughs) maybe not us personally as a a people we failed because there's a lot of people who did not vote yeah. And there are people who voted mm-hmm. for Trump knowing or hoping that he would do something in return for them. And now they're sitting there Facts. waiting, like, what were all these things that you promised? We're not seeing that. Farmers, mm-hmm. farmers who were asked, were looking for big tax breaks. Right. The mother... Healthcare. The car company, uh, what do you call it? GMC and Ford, they were all looking for help. And now that they're filing for bankruptcy, Trump is turning the other direction, like... I can't help you. <laughs> but this is the same person that promised all of these workers mm-hmm. a brighter future. Mm-hmm. So I think it's made us hyper aware as to and really helped us scrutinize who we really want to put in office. Mm-hmm. I definitely That's a good word. Yeah. Scrutinize. Because we don't have a choice. I know. I mean, it's just, it, I think that... You got to interview everybody. Like, you got to treat everybody like they're interviewing for you. 
this year I feel like we've also just seen I, I can't tell you if I know really what Trump has been doing positive. I feel like he's had a lot of tweets going he out. He tweets a lot. But I don't really know what's being done. He's raised seven million dollars for his wall. I thought late the latest was we're not ha- we're not building the wall. That's but... why we're in a government shutdown. Oh, okay, oh great. God. Okay, great. So back, yeah, let's tie that back into like 2018. <laughs> there were this is the most I think in a while. I think they had, they had there was three. Yeah, three government shutdowns, and we're still on the third one. The third one, we're going into tax season, and people are looking real. <laughs> it better be fixed before tax season. Cause um, I need my tax refund. <laughs> I think it's gonna, it's gonna be. I think it's now it's a problem because Pence and mm. a lot of people within the cabinet are not able to get paid as well. Mm. So now that the vice president can't get paid, yeah, I'm sure I'm pretty they'll sure escalate that. They're, they're right. gonna escalate that, and it makes you think: How far are you willing to go to build a wall to keep people out? Like you have to, you, you don't even think about the government shutdown. You think about the reasoning behind the government shutdown. Right. Like, why are you so hateful? To and why are you so? I guess if you watch the news, they talk about he has to build the wall because he promised people that. And if he doesn't build the wall, he looks like a liar. Why would you even promise that to begin with? Right. And who are these people that voted for you that wanted this wall? <laughs> like, think about that. People, a lot of people in the Midwest who just are not fans of immigrants or or, or very they very specific like a lot of they they wrote like a lot of he was appealing to far, farmers, farmers miners yeah I forget the who, other uh, what do you call it blue collar blue work, collar blue workers, collar yeah. workers that you know weren't brought up on degrees necessarily right. or weren't brought educated. up on yeah but still like. Your whole reasoning behind the shutdown is because the government won't give you what you want. That's not a president that we need. Not at all. Goes into a hissy fit when the government disagrees with him. Mm -hmm. Goes into a hissy fit. Literally, and the world is looking at us laughing. The the world is laughing at us like this is your like like let's go back to Black Panther. This is your king. No, he's not our king. (laughs) He's not. He's not our president. He's not my president. This is is, people are looking at us just Mm -hmm. like that scene in Black Panther. Like this is your king. Unfortunately, at the moment, yes, this is our president. (sighs) And yeah, we're in our third government shutdown. I have friends that are not getting paid. They said that about 170 TSA workers are calling out a day. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, because they're not getting paid. If you're not getting paid, I wouldn't come in either. And I got to fly in two weeks, so this better change. Right? Oh. (laughs) I would be afraid to go through TSA because you probably wouldn't care if someone Oh, they wouldn't. Someone would tell you that day. They don't care. They're not going to take a job seriously. Especially if there's three people in a line of a thousand people. They're letting everybody in. Like, go, go, go. They'll take your lotion and keep your guns. (laughs) (laughs) They'll take your lotion. (laughs) That's true. But yeah, I feel like uh, the government needs to get itself together. Need to get it together. No, not our government, the president. The needs president get, needs to get himself together. Definitely. Better. The, the fact that people are actually contributing to this wall GoFundMe was ridiculous to me. Wait, there's an actual there's GoFundMe. Like a yeah, GoFundMe seven million dollars has been to raised to build a wall. Why to keep out immigrants that are Donald so Trump dangerous? Set that up himself? I think him or, or someone, someone set it up for him or whatever. He's not allowed to because he's president. And the mere fact that you're able to take funds from other people to build this wall, that can't be acceptable. I'm telling you, if it had been the last administration, it would have been shut down immediately. If Obama tried to use any GoFundMe... Of course! Like, why are we letting this guy slide? At this point, I'm willing to take Pence over Trump, because at least he knows what he's doing. We have a president... He also, though, doesn't want 
to be very diverse. Like, doesn't want oh, yeah, the country to be very diverse he does, at he, all. At this point, he won't have that much time. And I think <laughs> the government, you know, Congress is making it very hard to to pass anything. Mm-hmm. The, the, yeah. set, the Congress is making it extremely difficult to pass. They're already investigating Trump. They want mm-hmm. him out as soon as possible. Right. You know, That's... Maxine Waters has been counting down the days. She's She's ready. He should have been so. out a year ago. He should have never, never been, elected. been yeah, elected. Or been, a you know, a candidate at all. Mm-hmm. Another thing that has been going on, um, there have been, during the elections or before the elections, there were bombs that were being sent yep. to several people in Hillary office. Clinton. <laughs> um, they were sent to Obama. Obama, Hillary Clinton. Um, Robert De Niro. Wait, really? Was he yeah, his this? restaurant. Because he's, a, he's an avid Trump hater. Oh, And so they sent it to his restaurant in New York. And I was like, really, Robert De Niro? They sent it to everybody. <laughs> they sent it to Cuomo. They sent yes. It to yes. All, yeah, all the Democrats that, you know, don't... Hang, Maxine Waters, she got one, but you know she's Teflon. She yeah, ain't she, don't, she don't care. She, she, she's from Compton. Yeah, she, like, she don't play. She's used to threats. She, she threatens people herself. <laughs> oh, my God. She's not afraid. She's not swayed. No. <laughs> she's clinging like all her time. Like everybody else is. Right? Oh, exactly. So, it just makes you think... This president, this presidency has spewed so much hate. It has to the point where people are willing to send anonymous bombs, bomb threats, not threats, actual bombs to people. What What were they sending several years ago? In, um, um, it was what's the, that uh, word where they sent it in an envelope. Not anthrax, right? Yeah, it was anthrax. But yeah. anthrax was not. That was years that ago. Was during the, like, that, that was during nine eleven. That was during the uh, Bush administration. Yeah, the I white powder. Like, People, and they were blaming it on the Muslims when I think the government was sending each other anthrax. It's anthrax. <laughs> it's just... Ridiculous. Yeah, it's just gotten to an extreme... Yeah, um, but hate brings on more hate. It does. That's true. And instead of bringing a country together, you're finding ways to divide. You're trying to divide. Yeah, he's not And I think that's together. the main issue with Trump that's so frustrating. It's not even, like, his tweets or anything. It's just what he's saying and his... He's like the the sole face of someone who just spews hate every yes. day, mm-hmm. like a just a, a racist basically, yep. and, and like and like what he what he says is is spreading everywhere, and other people are joining in in and how he thinks. I don't everything. think he's it's actually terrible. honestly. I don't think he's racist himself. I think it's just it's something that's popular right now. He doesn't. A lot of people have said that. Well, no, I not think he's racist. No, well, he might have racist tendencies, but if you go back throughout his whole trajectory, he's had black friends in power. You can have black friends and still be racist. No, you can be racist, but at the same time, people said he doesn't have a mind of his own. So that's if, true. If you're following, if you're following that. the wave where right. oh, being racist will get you on top, you're gonna do it. He doesn't have a mind of his own. Mm. He does what he he does what's out there. Oh, what when people wants. are whispering in his ear, point blank, he's not fit to be. In, he's not. Yeah, he's not, not fit, fit to, to be president. He doesn't no, have a mind of his own. And your wife is an immigrant. Let's start with that. You're uneducated if you don't Facts. understand that. Your wife was brought in here illegally. Facts. It's not like the modeling company gave her a visa <laughs> the day she started. No, right. she had to work for that. Actually, she had to marry you to become a citizen. Right. I feel like a lot of times people like are preaching about things and don't agree with things. But when it comes to themselves, they're out of the equation. Oh, of course. Yeah, you know, That's how like, he is. And it doesn't apply to him. Oh, yeah, for sure. Your, your parents were immigrants. Right. You're not from here. For sure. And meanwhile, Native Americans have been here the longest and they still fighting for they benefits. Still, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, it just yeah. makes, this makes us upset. It but does. On another note, <laughs> um, the next thing to discuss 
did we we didn't cover the sexual allegations by Kavanaugh? Let's talk about the government even more. How shady <laughs> it is. <laughs> this is the president. This is what the, the president elects. You know. What do you call it? Sexual assaulters, people, and predators, who, predators. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be surprised if R. Kelly's up there next. But probably they're probably gonna have a meeting tomorrow. <laughs> probably, you know, you don't like. We should bring this. We should bring this guy in, right? Okay. He seems like he'll be great for the kids. <laughs> like, actually, no, he's not. And it's scary that the se- sexual assault has become pro- progressively uh, put more in the forefront of the mm-hmm. news now. We're taking it seriously now. Well, this year was from the Me Too to right. the oh, yeah. We, you know, that We're, was such a, a, such a heavy topic on, you know, all fronts. Yeah, but at the same time, it only applies to certain people. Our president is a number one. Oh, for what of was course. that video of him? With Grab him by the Grab him by the yeah. yeah by the kitty cat. And he, and this was locker room talk. He claimed right. Like, and then being, what? What was upsetting? There were people that women that worked to him that said, "Well, yeah, all men talk about that in the locker room." It's like, oh, if, if your husband spoke about that about other women, what would you okay? think? Or if someone said that about your daughter. Order, would you be okay with exactly. that? Exactly. So, Not even that. The mere fact that the porn star he paid off ended up owing him money in a court case shows what power it comes with. How course. is it that someone you assaulted ends up owing you money? That makes no sense. In a, and it just makes you think about He doesn't care about the voices of women. He, he laughed at the accounts of... Um, the lady accusing Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. He thought she was crazy. How could she have any recollection of such an act? But if you go back through sociology or psychology, you realize that traumatic experiences are always put in the forefront of your memory. You're right. always going to remember mm-hmm. these things. Mm-hmm. So how the hell would she not remember this? But a guy who drinks all the time doesn't remember it happening. Right. Okay. Yeah, that was. Very I mean, I just feel like the government has always been frustrating, but I just felt like this past we, we year in twenty eighteen, just to have someone like Trump as president and to have to call him the president, mm-hmm. and he's. I haven't seen any big changes from what since he's been in the seat. It's just like it's frustrating. Um, but going into, we can also speak. We uh, briefly speak about um. Like the permit patties. And oh my gosh, that was another one. The uh, the 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 people who certain poolside white Paul. people who thought they were cops poolside and sheriffs. Paul. Yeah, poolside Paul or whatever. Oh it was. yes, What's his yes. Name? They kicked. Yeah, with the kid with the. So so they we were, had we yeah. had permit patty who um called the cops on a group of people that were at the barbecue, right? Mm-hmm. What was the woman in Brooklyn who called the cops on the girl selling I like water Probably. Or maybe that was just her nickname. I'm going to look this up. Yeah. Pool Patrol Paul. Yeah, asked the woman for her ID in a neighborhood pool. He didn't think that they lived in the neighborhood and should be swimming in the pool. Right. A black family. Like, why the hell would I be in a gated area if I don't live there? <laughs> Facts. Especially while black. Allison. Oh. Etel. Um. No, but she had a name. Hold on. Oh, they that one was permit patty. It says she oh, threatened so to was... call police at a girl selling. Oh, water. barbecue! What was that? Barbecue oh. Becky. Barbecue mm-hmm. Becky was the one who oh, I think in God. Cleveland. And let's talk about the lady in Brooklyn who claimed the black boy touched her ass or. Oh my God, that this? was ridiculous. At the restaurant, at the grocery store, she claimed a black kid had hit her ass, but it had been his backpack. That my, mind you, there, mind you, there was um. 
whatchamacallit. There surveillance was a, a surveillance cameras. camera who's This showed, was at a grocery store. A in grocery Brooklyn, store. As she claimed hell in high water, this kid had grazed And her instead ass. of going to the mother, she calls the cops and says she was sexually assaulted by a boy who was nine, nine years, years old. old. You know how traumatic it is for a nine-year-old? Exactly. You and then his book bag hit her. Yes, there's camera footage. And then she's wanting to apologize. Why would a black yeah. boy want to smack a white woman's ass? Like, I don't understand that. He's seen Emmett Till. Like, he knows what oh happened. My. He wasn't even, he didn't even see her. Her book bag, his book bag brushed past her. She called the cops. And why, that's again, why is your first that's the thing your first um, not go to the child's mother let's yeah, say like, that happened your first instinct exactly. is to call the cops and like we said we brought it up in another episode i do like the fact that now it's a crime to call the cops for unnecessary unnecessary Ridiculous. bs like why are you why is that your fo- first mode exactly right of defense like let me call the cops have you figured out what went wrong before <laughs> you call the cops that i will never i will never understand that it's just interesting to me that now it's more prevalent. I've seen people get away with it, so they're doing the same thing. Right. And let's talk about also the lady who mistakenly went into the wrong apartment. Wait, and she, what? And shot the black that man. That definitely was a cover-up. She claimed that she, she thought the cop. black guy was in her apartment, but you were in the wrong apartment. Exactly. Why would I... And so you didn't recognize that that was your neighbor? Na- you didn't know your neighbor or anything like that? Not even that. Not why even... is it that you're pulling your gun out? Yeah, that's right. true. Why is that? You're not asking questions. You're not, you're not even talking. Exactly. That reminds me of in college when I walked into the wrong apartment. It happens yeah. every time, but I'm not pulling out a gun. Yeah, my no, first, of, no, of my course not. Instinct. Of course not. That just made my, and what didn't make sense, they said the door was left ajar, but then it's like, so she she tried to get into an apartment that, that wasn't hers. hers, like one that doesn't make any sense. And so then oh, why are you, pu- if it's a wrong apartment, why are you the one pulling out the, you know what exactly, I mean? It doesn't make sense. It's not like you open, it's not like someone opened the door and you're right. in the apartment and you're like, whoa, who is this uh, intruder? Right, if my key doesn't work, clearly something's up. Like, exactly. that's what I didn't understand. If my key's not working... And clearly, it's not my apartment. Exactly. So, I think she's in jail, though, right? Oh, yeah, she's in jail. She definitely went to jail. And also, I think the guy who... The white man who pulled a gun on a little kid, a kid who had gotten lost, he missed the bus and was walking and knocked on a guy's house asking for directions, and the guy pulled out a gun on the little he kid. The kid. Oh, no, the boy. kid ran off immediately, and he oh, did not... I, th- I thought that was a case where someone died. No, he didn't that. die. He shot at the kid, mm. but the kid ran off immediately as soon as he saw what was happening. That's so And the scary. guy's excuse was, oh, we've been robbed before. Bye. Um, you see how old the kid is? Why would... Right. Once kid, again, yeah, these that? little kids are being traumatized. And don't you have a peephole? Like the kid, <laughs> the kid clearly doesn't have. What, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't. The kid is not armed. The kid doesn't look dangerous. He's asking for help. So why would you immediately open the door with a sh- with a sh- again? And if, and if someone's gonna rob you, they gonna ring the doorbell. <laughs> but, but also, why is the first instinct to pull out the gun? I just That's don't understand. And what I don't understand is they're 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 claiming all this fear, but instilling fear in the kids that they. Correct. Like you're you're saying you're scared, but in actuality you're just instilling <laughs> fear. Because oh, now these Jesus. kids don't want to talk to you anymore. They don't want to ask questions. No. They're just gonna choose to figure things out on their own All or right. not want to talk to certain people because of this. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. Little kids are being forced that. to grow up and being introduced to racism way too mm-hmm. young. Yeah, I I agree. And it's sad. Rest in peace, all of you. 
Yeah, so 2018 has been interesting when it came to people who thought they were sheriffs and (laughs) calling the cops for entirely no reason when they could have just minded their own business, Mm -hmm. as we stated in our previous episode. Um, Something else that happened, Bill Cosby went to jail in 2018. (laughs) There was a lot of mixed (laughs) reviews about him going to jail and the woman that came out, but... Overall, I think he's in the place where he should yes. be. Oh, yeah. He's definitely where he belongs. I don't care right. how old you are. I don't care if you're a day away from death. You're going to jail. Like, right. The it's, music, it's definitely sad because, like, growing is. up watching that and stuff. But then you hear all those women and you're like, you know what? If this really happened. If this really happened, he deserves to he be deser- in jail. Exactly. He deserves to be punished. Not if it really. It did happen. Like, these women have come. And when the stories are consistent, he's drugging me. Yeah. I wake up with no recollection of where I was. And this man is on top of me. Yes. Yeah. I guess it's like more, you don't want to believe that that at first when you hear those things. Like right. You don't want to believe that. But no, you're right. A hundred percent. Right. If he did that, for sure, he should be. He deserves to be in, in jail. Exactly. And I think it's time for us to stop treating people as untouchable because of what they've done for the culture. Mm-hmm. I don't care what he did for the culture. If he's a rapist. Yeah. A, a, you know, a sexual, someone who commits sexual assault. We have to separate everything that he's done for the culture and convict him. I don't care if he was Mr. Huxtable and, or the only father you knew growing up. Right. No, that doesn't change the fact that somebody's life is damaged forever. That's mm-hmm. true. No, I think that's a big point, especially in 2018, especially with this whole R. Kelly thing, like separating the real person from the actual artist, like, people need to start doing that because they're not the same person. Mm-hmm. When people are rappers, when they're entertainers, it's a facade that they're portraying to people. But in their own personal life, like, they, there are so many, like, demons that they're dealing mm-hmm. with. So, yeah, I think going into 2019, I hope people are more... Self-conscious. Self-conscious yeah. to separate the art from the actual person. Not No, not even... No, sometimes the art is the person. It doesn't yeah. matter. My whole issue is... Do not give them a pass. Nobody gets a pass. No one should yeah, get a pass. No one get a pass. Regardless of how much money you have, regardless or of how popular they are, how, how much money they're bringing into the team. Because people, all people care about is money. They should, they At, shouldn't yeah. get away. If they're not personally cutting you a check, you should be far removed. And of even course. if they are, even if they are, think about your mother. Think about your daughters. Think about a woman in your life that you really respect. If that had been them. You'd be jumping tables. Right. That's the thing. But people, people will don't people care. have been paid off and, and yes. it just shows no. Like you should be you should be accountable. Like we should still hold you accountable regardless of whether it was in the past, regardless exactly. of whether it was with one girl or with many girls, um, or regardless of, you know, whatever situation it it, it was. Correct. So on a positive to close the politics and news segment, um, the royal wedding also happened in 2018. Woo! We in here. <laughs> yeah, so um, we so are what's in the here. woman's name again? Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. I'm so Markle. glad you remember her name. <laughs> Making so many strides for us black folk. She's mixed. But yeah, Meghan How strides. are I remember her name that you did? Mixed or not, you're still checking black on the box. 
Is she though? I really don't. Oh, okay. Did, did we have a discussion that she's not a hundred percent claiming? She doesn't, but right. you know. But no, it was, and she has a black mother, so that's interesting. She's a whole black Looks mother. Looks like Maxine Waters. But and th- this also came with mixed reviews, but I think they make a great couple. I think they I look agree. I think Adorable. they look very yeah. good together. And honestly, him being with a black girl, it makes sense. Like he's very, you know, he's very wild. He can tame her. He can do what he wants. He can tame her. <laughs> You know, so they they say black women are a lot, but you know, I think he got it. Black people, ain't, black women are not monogamous. I mean, are not uh, monotonous. <laughs> I was like, hold up, I'm I meant to say monotonous, no, listeners. I'm sorry. Basically, not we're all black women are the same. Could, exactly, that someone could be a someone could be white and be a lot. Someone exactly, could be Hispanic and be As a lot. As we see from permits, they can be a lot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think that was just good to see the union Agreed. and they look really in love yeah. and everything. Right. Well, one she's embracing a, a black person. We can barely embrace any culture in the United States. <laughs> It's crazy. The, one of the longest standing monarchies is making strides to include everybody. Look at us. Sad ass country. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You well, even though right. I heard the queen has. But no, the queen is pretty nice. I was she... reading Michelle's book and they were really, they were close. They were pretty close. Hmm. Maybe it was for cameras. Wait, is the queen still around? Yes, she is. How old is she? She's 94. She's oh, she on her last <laughs> leg. But didn't her mom live to like 102? Her mom hey, lived, you never know. Her mom lived to like 102, 101. You never know. I don't know what's in her water. <laughs> Something. But yes, that, that was a, a positive <laughs> yes. of the union of Megan and... And, and, and they got a baby on the way. They do. I wonder what they're going to name the baby. I don't know. It's hmm. black. That's fine. That's all we need. <laughs> King. Okay. Well then. <laughs> Moving on to on. music. Yes. So a lot has happened in music in 2018. Whew. So I think we should start with beefs because those are always fun. The block was hot. The, it was very hot and the tea was spilling all <laughs> over the place. And you know we <laughs> love when the tea is piping hot. Oh, so yes. my one of my favorite beefs were Drake and Pusha T. And E-40 and Kanye and all the side chicks that yes. they the story. We, we found <laughs> out E-40, a lot. just 40. Just 40, sorry. Not sorry. E-40. I'm like, E-40, no. still around? Just 40, sorry. No, we found out. I misspoke. To my surprise that Drake had a baby this whole time by a porn star. That, the porn not, star surprised me. Him having no, a baby. No, him having a baby kind of surprised me. No, I did not. It was about time. No, but the, not the best uh, idea with no. the porn star, but... But it, and then it's the way we found out. Pusha T just was like... Pusha T was spilling all the tea. Talking about Adonis. I'm like, well, who's Adonis? Not even that. It just goes to show you, we can't trust nobody. Apparently, um, 40, who is, I guess, Drake's right-hand man. He's yeah, been producing producer. for him. Um, Not anymore. His best friend. His, no, I, yeah, I was going to say, are they still besties? Well, I'm sure Drake had a stern talk to him after the <laughs> so, information leaked. checks are going to be cut. <laughs> so, 40 apparently was seeing some woman, mm-hmm. and the woman... Oh, oh, no. 40 was telling the woman... Yes. He was seeing some woman. It was pillow talk during nighttime. And he was telling him stuff... Telling her stuff about Drake and Drake's kid. Right. My and, thing is, why is that coming up in pillow talk? These hoes ain't loyal. I was gonna say she probably asked like, "Oh, how is your friend Drake doing? How's the baby?" How's... <laughs> well, she didn't know until he said something. That I'm was, just saying, yeah. like, this is something. <laughs> if someone had, if someone had t- came up to me personally and said Drake has a baby, I'm googling everything. Of I'm course. talking to everybody. Do you know Drake has a baby? Like that's something. Unless I'm really close to Drake, I have no loyalty. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
40s like, uh, I guess I'm going to have to hide out somewhere now. <laughs> right. So that was something that was really big. And what I think Drake, Drake started out first with the, the first uh, diss track, oh, right? The, what was it the, with a D? Duppy. Yeah. Duppy freestyle, which he sighed on it. Though, though Wait, no, no, no. But didn't Pusha, Pusha T, T start his album song. first? His album had a line with the baby. Oh, okay. Yes. And, and then was like, whoa, bloop. Yeah, and then that same day, because it came out on a Friday, Pusha T's album. Yes. By that night, he released, Drake released that freestyle. Right. And, and then, then we're going back. And then the next freestyle from Pusha T was about the baby. Yes. And yeah. then we got, no, a, I and then, no, we got, Ida. initially he spoke about He's, the baby, no, I thought. he didn't, because we I didn't know. Like a timeline here. Yeah. Or he talked about him bringing up his wife. Or his fiance. Yeah, because he spoke about his that's wife. That's what it was. He spoke about him bringing up his wife. And Duppy. And that's when he responded with the baby. Oh. Because he, he, he said something about Virginia in the Duppy freestyle. Yes. But yeah. what did Pusha T say? He first? had a lyric. He about had a Drake lyric in his song. Where he was oh. disrespecting Drake. And Drake was like, nah, we're not about to do that. Right. And then we got that, Adon, that Adonis freestyle. Oh, and then with the but black did Drake face. mention his. Pusha T's wife, yes, wife's name. Duppy. And wife's then, name. And then Pusha and T, then was, Pusha like, T was like, okay, I'm about to kill all this noise. All bets is off the table. And he mentioned Adonis and the blackface and all this stuff. But we're still waiting for a response from Drake. Drake actually. ain't gonna give no response. He's making <laughs> money. He's ma- He was the he's most streamed not. artist in, in the entire year. He was. He's not, No, he's good. But I wanted him... I wanted Drake to come back with a response. I wanted him to go hard. Yeah, as a rap purist, you're gonna want him to go come. Of you know, course, as a fan, it's just like okay, this person has exposed your child, you know, and, and blackface and all this stuff, and you're not gonna say anything about it. But you know, he's living carefree. He, he clearly is. seems unbothered. You know, the hoes are still coming in heavy rotation. Mm-hmm. He's vacationing. The hoes are coming in he, heavy. He's also squash beefs with yes, uh, Meek with Mill. Meek Mill. That you know, he has a lot Chris to relate Brown. with Chris Brown. You know, he has a child as well. Big. A so, secret child. He was able to relate to Chris Brown on that. I am done. <laughs> they both dated the same girl. They can they can laugh about Wait, that now. Wait, who they what? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes, I, was, I forgot about, about that. Who's, pro- about that. who's probably even laughing harder knowing she dodged several bullets? I don't know if Rihanna dated Drake or they just was messed around. I think they dated for a little bit, just nobody knew about it. Mm. They had some. They had something. Uh, maybe not dating, maybe yeah. just messing around. Rihanna know. seems like dating the type. I mean, in a relationship, there's levels. True. True, no, there is true. I wouldn't call it dating though. But she's but, happy yeah. with her, you know, Saudi prince. <laughs> All right. Back True. on the subject. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so another thing that happened in music was Kanye West. So that ties in with the story because initially Drake had blamed mm. Kanye right. for the whole ordeal. Because Kanye because push isn't Pusha T on Kanye. On Kanye's label. label. Correct. And Kanye was the only person at that time who knew about the child. Right. Because when Drake went to Wyoming to help him with his album, he had brought up his child and he mm-hmm. said, do you want to see my child? Right. And it was like how... So I, I understand why Drake would have thought it was Kanye. Mm-hmm. He should have gone to Kanye and was like, it was a you. Right. But, you know, at the same time, the way it went about and Kanye not taking his meds and <laughs> just things going left, it was just real messy. That's what it looked like. Yeah, Kanye West has just been... Ugh. Well, he actually tied into politics, too, with the whole MAGA hat and him I see he's sitting back. down with this Trump. Such a, he's back. annoying year. He's back with the MAGA hat, he says. Yeah, and also him saying that slavery is a, was a choice. 
was like, the I'm dumbest sure thing I ever heard were before. Like, He's canceled. Yeah. Not even that. His wife defending him and saying he didn't know what he was saying. No, no we're not he, doing that he today. Did. Oh my god. We're she not. We're annoying. not doing that today, Kim. Right. And another thing that ties a little bit away from music. A lot of people were saying he had mental health issues and a mental illness. He was bipolar, but he was that doesn't excuse. Doesn't certain, excuse. And he no. sat down and said he's not. He wasn't bipolar. So it's just like, so what? Are, what are you doing, Kanye? Not even that. He's using his mental health as an excuse right. to get away with it's things. It's crazy activity. No, exactly. we're not doing that. I don't care if your album's coming out. I'm not buying it just so you can act more crazy and spit out horrible things horrible about things. our people. No. He said, so on, actually on the Joe Budden podcast, um, Mal said, um, uh, Basically said that he doesn't really believe anything Kanye says. It's all for ro- it's all for a rollout. Like anytime right. Kanye, he's like, oh, I bet you his clo- Yeezys are coming out or something. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's doing it more like anything with Trump yeah. and stuff. And yeah, he's drama. It's very like all right. He wants us to pay more attention to if he has new music coming out or if he has a new clothing line coming out. Mm-hmm. So I mean, but still, I just feel like I, I think it also goes back to it's like. Kanye in the past has had, has had some really great material, but it's like, are we should we be look look at his track record? Should we be looking to him as a role model or someone who's gonna speak up for us? No, no. but a lot of the some stuff that he said this year, you look like and you're like, wait a minute, nope, keep the same. Energy. Like no. what? Did, yeah, like what, what did we miss here? Uh-uh. What did we I'm miss? Sorry. He's canceled as well. He's definitely canceled. I have no. I'm not gonna make an excuse for a grown man telling up. His black counterparts that slavery is a choice. Right. I do not. I'm not. I'm not putting any attention towards it. My coins are not going towards <laughs> you. That's it. And that's the thing with him. I don't know if he says things because he's like kind of locked into like. I feel like when you're with the Kardashians, you're kind of mm. isolated from the world. So mm. I don't know when he breaks free that he just comes up with things and says it off the spot without thinking it, or he's really just trolling us for, for ratings. So it's okay. like, I have no idea when it comes to him, but he's canceled in my book. I don't think him, I can't, I don't think we should use the Kardashians as an excuse. There are several people that have been with the Kardashians and they have not acted yeah. as back. You know, they Travis, haven't stayed. They haven't stayed with. But right. Travis Scott has been Travis around, for a while. <laughs> and he, he, he has never. He stands up actually yeah. for the black community in Dallas or Texas, where he's from. He does things to help the black community. But what has Kanye done? Nothing. The the project that you started in the in name Chicago. of your mom's in, in Chicago, in Chicago mm-hmm. has falling apart like what are you doing and he even said he was gonna move back to chicago to be closer to his people you're still living with your wife yeah popping out more kids in the sunken place like what are we doing (laughs) yeah but yeah definitely in the sunken place speaking of people in the sunken places and the kardashians we had tristan thompson who was caught in the club cheating on chloe with a girl from the bronx i think (laughs) what an eventful year the Kardashians. Oh, yeah, there yeah, are a lot of people was... that were caught cheating in 2018. This is one of them, yes. That's very... Uh, definitely just, I think... Well, I mean, uh, you know, this goes back to... we Didn't we have an episode where we spoke about athletes and yeah. cheating? I mean... Uh, it's just messy. It was. I remember that was a big thing because it was close to when she was going to give birth. Yes. So it's like, what are you doing out here? It was here? a couple months before. Yeah, and I think... I don't even know if it was a couple of months. I feel like it was like a month or two before she was going to give no, birth. No, I said a couple of months before she was due. Like, yeah. it, induced, it induced her labor because she was stressed out. 
She was stressed out. Not even that. You're not even that great of a basketball player to for anyone to really be caring about you're you. You're not. And you're not 5'4". You're a oh, bit. Yeah, you're you're like yeah, seven feet in like, the how club. Are you, how are you trying to hide it when you're the tallest person <laughs> in the club? Not even that. Um, You've been cheating on her from the very beginning. Yeah. A year ago. There were tapes that surfaced from a year ago. The mm-hmm. fall of 2017 with you and the same girl in the club, you know, toasting it up together. Kissing on the neck. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And not even that. You did the same thing to your first baby mama. You left her high and dry so for a Kardashian. It, it shouldn't have been news. But at the same time, it doesn't mean the next woman deserves... No, not at all. The, the you know, the shameful crap that you're pulling on every other woman. No. Not at all. But we as women need to stop getting back with these men who continue cheating on us. Mm-hmm. Like, Chloe and Tristan are now together. Like, for what? Like, what, what example are you showing your child? So, yeah, there's been a lot of that that's been happening in music and just generally in the news. And I know another thing that happened was Kevin Hart also had a sex tape after he repeatedly was on air calling his wife his rib. But clearly, you <laughs> clearly you still want a little bit more because you had a sex tape with somebody wasn't else. Enough, wasn't enough for him. <laughs> and um, it wasn't fabulous in 2018. Oh, yes, yes, yes. A lot happened this year, man. Everybody <laughs> was cheating. Very unfortunate. Cardi yeah. B and Offset, they're their little, you know, breakups. Oh, oh, oh yeah, they were toward the end of the the, uh, the, the year. year. But, you know, it seems that they're back on good terms. Yeah. But she, I'm sorry, but she just sounded messy. She said in one of her videos, like, oh, I couldn't stay away from the dick. <laughs> like, what? You know. Who says that? Tom, Tom, you. Tom, 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 Tom,
to let these Jesus women know Christ. that there's there's she, she secured the bag, she secured the man, she, she secured the baby. She, yeah, Ciara, she she I think, is the queen of 2018 she's for the blow ups. Yeah, she she's definitely she got a man who's devoted to her, <laughs> yes. she's only her, yes. who is, believes in God, a fearing God. She's the God only one, she's, she's the only one fighting future for custody. <laughs> yeah, she just seems so like happy. the other ones are like, Come get your son. She goes, No, I want my child. Honestly, Ciara is the only one that future has ever claimed publicly if you think about well, it well yeah she did she almost died in a club fight for him yeah. <laughs> no she's the yeah. only woman that he's ever they claimed. were in a club and someone had a shootout and they had to duck out the club i think that's when oh, she no. was like yeah i'm good she, she was like i'm not about this life because so, you see her now everything's like happy family happy, oriented football game she's at home cooking matching you know jerseys yeah. you, you ain't getting that with, with sunday Monday. no while wow, yeah. future's out here like you duck too late Trey. <laughs> Right, he's at he's at multiple baby showers. True, with, with exes and yes, yeah, terrible. He's a horrible person. Yeah, so it's been a very interesting it's year. Been a very in messy music. year. Very messy year. People kept it messy this year. Thank you though. A lot of third parties were involved in relationships. Third, fourth, fifth. Mm-hmm. Your mama's. Sex tapes were out. A lot of also unfortunately suicides mm-hmm. and deaths um, in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, just to touch on a few. Um, one that was, I think, really upsetting for a lot of young people was Mac Miller. Mm. Um, yeah, we'd all seen his struggle with drugs. Yeah, definitely. And he just, you, sad. you just saw a lot, like, he had, you know, in his relationship, you saw that, like, he was arrested for, I think, drunk dri- drunk driving or, or something. Mm-hmm. He was, like, uh, found alcohol or something. Yeah. Um, under, and the, uh, under the influence. influence. Yeah. And he was just, I think for, for me at least, it was really sad because it was so sudden. And he was mm-hmm. he was a really talented guy. And very I think talented you could tell he was just yeah. humble. He wasn't the type of, let me try to be the richest. Let me try yeah. to be the flashiest. But he still put out really good material. And even when every like, um, other artist or celebrity wrote about him, they just really had good things to say. Beyond his music. Correct. About him he was as a, a good person. person yeah. yeah. And he was very... The thing is, in his music, he was very bubbly or like very charismatic. Like I never got you could you could see he was on drugs, but you never got the sense that oh it was getting worse. Or he was yes. de- super depressed. I mean, he super, was yes. super, super depressed. depressed. But that's the thing with depression they they put on two faces. Mm-hmm. They, they don't show you what they're really and like the people close to him, like Ariana, she left because she saw how ugly it got. Mm-hmm. And you know, certain people can't handle that, so she had to leave. And I know she blames herself for not sticking it through or being there or checking in on him. But sometimes it's beyond it's what beyond, someone yeah, else It's, it's not her fault. But, you know, this is just... It's also a stigma, like, of depression. So people don't want to come forward and say, hi, I am depressed. Or they yeah. don't want to let people know because people are going to look at them and may treat them a certain way. So I do think it's a, it's a problem that other people cannot really help you with. You have to get help yourself. But we have to be better and check in on, yeah. on but, our friends. But I would say out of the other people who... There were some people who committed suicide without mm-hmm. doing any drugs. Yes. Clearly, I mean, I, I don't want to take away from what happened because it's still very sad, but he also he passed away from an overdose. From an overdose. overdose from, his, yeah. I mean, he. I'm sure he was depressed and that was a way to escape. Mm-hmm. But, the, you know, it just also had he dealt with his depression and dealt with, you know, not wanting to escape, yeah. perhaps that wouldn't have happened. Right. Um, in any, you know, like there's like obviously everyone uses things to escape life um but 
and, and drugs, like, to a degree, he could have done that so many times before and nothing happened. Because yeah. it was very clear that he used drugs. Everyone yeah, knew that. I don't think mm-hmm. it was his intention to No, die. I don't no, think no, no, so I don't think either. I think it just, it got to the it point. It got too much. A ba- it was a bad trip. And, mm-hmm. you know, it just, it resulted in, in death. And it's just so unfortunate because despite the, his depression, I don't think... Had this not been a bad trip, he may have still been around, you know? Yeah. And, um, and it, yeah, it speaks to the drug problem we have in this mm-hmm. country, the opioid crisis, yep. and mm-hmm. all the available availability and access to drugs, especially if you have money. How easy it is to get the these types of drugs and get caught up in these types of situations because, yeah, these drugs have always been around, but the access right now is crazy right now. Mm-hmm. And now we're trying to figure out ways to halt people getting these drugs but it's too late people are already too far gone what are Mm -hmm. we going to do now it also goes to the industry you're in because especially in hollywood and music industry using drugs is like they normalize it so much it's you go to the club you take drugs and no one no one really speaks out against like the real effects like depression like mental health when it comes to taking drugs because everyone else is doing it it's so, so easily accessible. It is available. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah available. Readily available. You mm-hmm. can get it from anywhere. Every city you're in, you gotta, you gotta, exactly. you gotta you have a man, you have a dealer. Yeah. So they really need to cut down on that. Um, some other suicides I know was Kate Spade. That, that one was a shock. That was yeah. I don't think a lot of us mm-hmm. knew. We didn't really we didn't know, know. Yeah, we didn't know her that well to be you know tracking mm-hmm. her but it was yeah. definitely something to think about like even her like her handbag line was very popular and yes. no one ever thought mm-hmm. that you know this would happen and not even that she left mm-hmm. a note for her daughter like so sad. how do you very how sad. how do you leave how do you put the burden of your suicide on somebody that yeah young? it's sad um another death was XX Tentacion? But we, that yeah, that was sad because he was murdered in yes. his own vehicle. He was very young. Very young. This is another situation where it's do you separate the art, his legacy from who he was as a person? Right. A lot of people were saying he got what he deserved. He's a woman beater. You know, eventually mm-hmm. karma caught up with him, but at the same time, he didn't deserve to die the way he died. No, he didn't. He was a man progressing. He was yes. a man growing, and the mere fact that his life was cut short by two or three selfish people mm-hmm. who thought that they could play God for a day and take somebody's life is just crazy to me. It is. I don't think people should wish death on anyone, and I think at a nineteen twenty, you're you're still like you said progressing and you're still growing. So I don't think it's right to say he got what he deserved because you don't know if he was on the path to change or he mm-hmm. wanted to change the person that he was so i thought it was it was sad for me because he was just so young i didn't really listen to his music but just like someone who's nineteen twenty, it's just like their life was cut so short and it seemed like in the music industry he was almost like getting to that point where he was mm-hmm. going to be very um that a lot of people were gonna just, you know, he was regarded highly up. by like a lot mm-hmm. of people. Exactly. So that was that was sad. Uh, another person who died well, of old age was Aretha. Well, she was also sick. Aretha Franklin, the Queen of Soul. Queen of Soul. She was yeah. Oh, she, that one was really sad because she was someone who impacted the culture. Mm-hmm. She she was you know. She was an original. Like of we're course. starting to lose all these originals. You I know. know. Motown, funk, 
all that you know all that good music our parents were her grandparents were even brought up on yeah the we're, good soul music we're starting to move like these we have to realize now it's now it's putting age into perspective when we start to see these people die we're like damn get mm-hmm. old mm-hmm. <laughs> yep i was around for that <laughs> like yeah it's, but you know it was her time to go it's not like i'm like you know fortunate for her she got to live a good life yeah. She got to do what she wanted. She had so many accolades. Her music catalog is crazy. Mm-hmm. She made so many um, strides in music. Her award collection is also, you know, significant. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure, you know, she'll she'll be she'll be in the books just like Michael Jackson and yes, everyone else. As she should. Yeah, of course. As she should. Um, and then the last step that we have here was Anthony Bourdain. Bourdain. And Kim Porter. Let's talk about her, too. Oh, that was sad. And, yeah, we'll talk about her, her her trifling baby daddy who decided to enter the picture at that That was time. shocking for me, Kim Porter, because literally I follow Quincy, her son, and he literally, when she, a week before she died, maybe two days ago, he had a picture of her. Or they were just together as a family function. What, yeah, that, what does, I don't understand it. She woke up, she didn't, she just never woke up. Yeah, that that was said. they. They said she just never That's woke scary. up. That's scary. And she was pretty young, right? Yeah, she was in her forties, early forties. What they said she had a heart attack or was in cardiac arrest. Something, but Did she, she have a condition. She, I think she had a con. I don't think it was a condition, but I thought she had taken care of it. But just just the mere fact she died alone, yeah. like that's the worst. Yeah. She was single. Yeah, she's not with anybody. Well, you know? don't, maybe she was mm-hmm. dating. Somebody. Maybe yeah. she was dating. Yeah. But wasn't yeah. it was a, it. yeah public? Mm-hmm. But like just dying alone, like your your family finding you dead, like that's the worst. Yeah, that's terrible. They don't get the opportunity to say goodbye. And she has so many kids, you and, know. And, and yeah, you're leaving behind her. young daughters <laughs> that haven't reached the age they they were. They're reaching the age where they're gonna have questions mm-hmm. that. Are you, only you specifically would be the one to answer, and now yep. they have to, you know, rely on other people. They don't have a mom to ask these questions. And growing up as you know, girls, black girls especially, yeah, in the music industry and whatnot, and it's just sad that she had to leave them behind like that. I like it was at the, it was sad, but at the end of the day, I I do not tolerate Diddy making an appearance in her life as she dies. Like that's I will never understand people who only feel grateful towards you until you die i'm pretty sure he he was grateful but yeah. he didn't appreciate her the way she should have been appreciated when way back together, when yeah when they were together i don't know i didn't at first i didn't mind like the post and everything because people grieve differently like this is someone who he was with and at a probably not then and there but at a point he did love her so i understood the tribute to her because yeah. it's someone he was with but yeah i just think you do you need to appreciate people when they're still alive yeah mm-hmm. And your last picture with her was Mother's Day, like, yeah. It's been a tough year. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Did we? We didn't. T- yeah. So An- Anthony Bourdain also. Mm-hmm. What that was. That was um, also shocking. That was yeah. That was really upsetting. Also, I think I remember just watching that show a lot, and it's someone who you thought was like bubbly, bubbly, mm-hmm. outgoing. Um, I mean, you didn't know if he was like happy or sad, but you just he, he when he really interacted with like literally, you could place him anywhere in the world, mm-hmm. and he was able to connect with people. Um, and he was great at that. And I think I I love the concept of his show mm-hmm. about like in, not only introducing us to the community but showing us like 
food or places that we would Ghana. restaurants that we would never usually get right. access to. Right, he was chopping it up in Ghana. I was like, what's your name? <laughs> yeah, and, it goes, and he would, he just really had what I thought was like the greatest gig ever. Yeah, um, and it was really sad that and he had a kid. Um, he had a daughter, I believe. Yeah, it goes to show you don't know what happens. You really don't know you like don't. what behind you know you goes don't. on behind closed doors, and it was just that was sad because you know um, and then also like they interviewed a lot of his colleagues and people at CNN, and they really said like he was very well liked and just like a, a really brilliant guy mm-hmm. and um but people did say that there was no that you did know that he wasn't always like the happiest person like yeah. he had his own struggles that you went through and he he i think at one point he was in rehab for alcohol for alcoholism. for alcoholism yeah so you know but i but he didn't die from drugs or i think he hung him i actually think he I hung think, himself I, I think they said yeah he yeah, he didn't like it. wasn't It wasn't through like a drug, um, you know. So yeah, that speaks to like mental health. You mm-hmm. know, that's something that's also been big, being pushed through. Yeah, the agenda this year. Take making sure your friends are okay, making sure you're okay, making yeah. sure you know your family's okay. Yeah, and it goes to show just because someone's smiling all the time, like you don't know what's really going on inside of their head. Exactly. So yeah, it's definitely important to check in. Yeah. On the people that you care about. Agreed. All right, we're going to switch in because we're like an hour in. And we're going to talk about one major thing that we struggled with um, in 2018 and that we want to improve on in 2019. So we'll start with you, Orkai. One of the biggest things that I want to work on in 2019 that I didn't do a great job of was I feel like having clarity for myself and knowing exactly what I want in different areas like in terms of of, in terms of with a friendship in terms of a relationship something at work you know with with whomever I was collaborating with or dealing with um I think that me not having a clear intention for myself to begin with you kind of end up staying in situations that aren't for you or just dealing with certain things tolerating certain things that perhaps I wouldn't had I had I already had a a very clear idea of what I want what's my intention what I'm okay with what are my boundaries kind of just I would say like doing like going back to myself this year and being like what works for you what what is fulfilling you what's positive what's hurting you what's healthy for you is this person reciprocating are you, you know are you benefiting from this um in er- in different areas of life and just before kind of um before ex- just accepting certain things or dealing with certain things having a clearer um just having clarity on what i want out of various situations like going f- going into it with that so that if for example something I notice isn't really healthy for me, isn't working for me. I'm not getting the same in return or I'm not feeling like this is furthering me. Mm-hmm. Being like, all right, I need to distance myself from this and putting a hard stop to it before I'm just feeling like, okay, going with the flow. Because mm-hmm. um, I think that if you don't have a... And, and this I go this goes for like almost anything, a work relationship, a friendship, a relationship, um, a collaboration of some sort, um you know family issues anything if you don't have in your mind like a clear idea of like okay what um what what's okay for you and i'm not saying be selfish and go into things and what is what is this doing for me Mm -hmm. but i think just being 
having a clear understanding of the situation and making sure that there's no boundaries that are being crossed or there's not something that's hurting you more than helping you. Um, I think that's something that I really want to work on. Just being, talking myself through more things and being like, okay, this isn't for you. Or, you know what? Um, this is actually crossing a boundary that you're not okay with. Or this actually isn't really furthering me. It's kind of just, I'm stagnant. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why I think it takes you having, at the beginning of any situation, having a clearer intention and having a more definitive, this is what I want out of something or this is what I'm okay with and sticking with that. I think that's something that's really important for me in any area going forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think clarity is very important to have in life. Mm -hmm. um, I felt like for me, what I struggled with in 2018 was just trusting myself when it came to um, how I want my career to pan out. And I feel like at times when we're older, we're waiting for opportunities to come knock on our door. We're waiting on someone to connect with us on LinkedIn saying, hey, your resume, resume looks great. Do you want to come in for an interview? And that's not always how life goes. Like you have to push those doors down. Like you have to kind of create your own avenue if you're passionate about leaving the state that you're in mm -hmm. when it comes to your job. And I had told myself, I think either in September, October, that I want to start interning at a radio station because that's something that I'm interested in learning about more about the radio industry. And I remember I just kept delaying, like, sending out emails. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, no, I'll research this on Thursday. Friday comes, Saturday comes, it's Monday. Oh, it's the next month. And I realized that's not, that's not helping me. That's something that I just need to go for. And I think internally, I kind of doubt myself, like, well, why would someone respond to me? Like, I don't have any experience mm -hmm. or, you know, I've never interned at a, a studio before. So why would they even answer me? So that's something I definitely want to work on in 2019. Just not doubting myself, just going for what I want to go for, because other people are not going to stop you on the street and say, hey, here's an opportunity mm -hmm. for you. Here's your dream job. Exactly. Here, here is a, you know, $500,000. Like you have to create ways to get eventually to that money and to, to get the career that you want. And earlier this year or end of last year, I got a response from someone that works at a local radio station and that really like fueled the fire in my back. Like, oh, okay, I actually, you know, I, it took some time, but I did what I wanted to do and I got a result from it. So definitely this year, I just want to keep going along that path of just trusting myself more mm -hmm. and just going for, you know, my bag. Oh yeah, so for me, um, 2018 was all about minding my business staying close to my own you know i just i was tired of the the bs i just didn't want to get caught up in it so my whole mindset was you know if you mind your business you won't get caught up in anything but then it got to the point where i was talking to someone and they were like if you spend all your time minding your business you end up losing contact with the people that you really um, the people that you really care about she said mm -hmm. don't mind your business to the point where you forget that people exist and that really hit home with me because yeah she was right at the same time as much as I was trying to stay out of the drama the pettiness this that and the third I tended I kind of lost track of a lot of people people who kind of needed me there or needed me to speak up for them or to let them know how I felt about their well-being and I didn't do it so 
for me, I it was a it was definitely a turnaround, especially towards the end of the year when I started to lose different people within not only my family but people that my family knew. It definitely hit home because I I would sit there and think like when was the last time I spoke to this person, and I it was sad when I could not recall the last time I spoke to this person, and it was like wow. I was at their house so and so again, but I haven't spoken to them since. That's crazy to me. What was I doing to the point where I couldn't even call to say hi or text to say hi? How's it going? And for me, it really hit home because I can't go on living saying, "Oh, I'm just minding my business, so they can do whatever they want." Yeah, I can mind my business, but I can't. I can't forget the people that are important to me in my life. So for me, I just want to move forward. Yeah, continue to mind my business, but. Make sure that I'm also accounting for the people in my life and making sure that they're also cared about and they know that they're cared about by by me and my actions are being my my words are being backed up with actions.、Mm. That is a fact.、Mm-hmm. Your actions gotta match your words. Yes. We also pose the same question to some of our listeners. Um, we phrase it in a "What habits did you want to um get rid of in 2018?" And one of our listeners said she wants to get rid of negative self talk and thoughts, and and two other of our listeners said procrastination and slackness was something that they wanted to、um, get rid of in twenty eighteen and improve on in twenty nineteen. So yes, we wanted to talk about you know securing the bag. That is something、okay. that we've all talked about in a a, a bunch of our past. You know, podcast securing the bag, making sure you're good, but we wanted to frame it in a way that how do you secure the bag while also defining success or you know striving for success and what is success to you and what do you want to work towards this year or with this upcoming year? How do you how do you feel as how do you f- Think you'll be able to achieve or work towards success in this upcoming year.、Mm-hmm. So for me, like we said, you know, success is a moving target. You'll never be fully successful, or you shouldn't be complacent with where you are ever. You should always be working towards something bigger, better, greater than what you are. If you're complacent, then that's not okay.、Mm-hmm. That means that. You you must for me to be complacent. I would have to know everything. I would have there would there would have to be nothing for me to learn, nothing for me to grow from, and that's impossible. Yeah. So for me, you should never ever want to be complacent. Um, you should try to find success not in your work, but also in your love life, in your friendships, in your networking skills. You should find success in different avenues, and then once you've reached a target within that, you move. You you find another target. To work towards,、um, if you're looking for a promotion, you work towards the promotion. Once you've reached that promotion, find other ways in which you can be noticed or highlighted or move up within your company. If you found success in your for a friend in your friendships, find other ways to build on your friendships and make it even tighter or close knit or strengthened by doing activities or working towards making the friendship even better. If you ha- if you have found success in your love life or within your family, what are ways to make sure that you don't lose sight of what you have, or that it doesn't slip up and then you're you're caught off blindsided? Like how did I get here?、Mm-hmm. If you work towards these things, I think you should be okay. And not only that, you should be always you should also be looking for spiritual success. 
mental success emotional emotional success success comes in different forms we shouldn't think you know you being happy might be one success for you Mm -hmm. this might have been something you've been working to achieve your entire life and you've gotten to that point self-love you've never really felt that but now you feel it that's an that's one success you can have multiple successful moments within your life working simultaneously Mm -hmm. success doesn't have to be one definitive one definitive moment it could be multiple moments it could be working together as one working separately but being successful doesn't have to just be set in stone as one one moment in time Mm. it can it could could all you could you could be successful every day and that's another thing that i've always also learned pick something that you've done within the day that you're happy that you achieved oh that's a success i got to work on time that's a success i was able to (laughs) that's true (laughs) that's a success that you you pick you pick small (laughs) things within your day that you've been successful at and you give yourself a pat on the back like oh i actually finished this project in time that's a success you have to you have to count the little things Mm -hmm. and make it count towards the the bigger things that you're pulling yourself towards and i had mentioned that you know yeah um i did get promoted and i had spoken to my dad like Oh, you know, it um, when you know it's gonna come with bigger pay, and he was like, "Are you already making enough with what you're being paid with right now?" And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Yeah." He goes, "Are you able to sufficiently take care of yourself?" And I said, "Yeah." He said, "Then don't touch the extra money that you're making." He said, "Why not find other ways to put in the money somewhere else and invest and?" have a greater turnaround if you don't need it he goes it's one thing to need the money and then that is you know now it's being helpful but if you don't need the money Mm -hmm. and this is just another security for you why not put it somewhere where you can get a greater turnaround Mm -hmm. and i thought about it in this way if you achieve certain successes in your life keep those things and and those are those are the extra things and put it somewhere else put that energy into something else that you don't you haven't achieved and work towards that and then once you've achieved that, you move on to something else. And, you know, success is one thing. You can have personal success, but you can also help your friends become successful. Mm. Why not help, Why not work and build with your friends? Would you rather be successful by yourself or watch all of your friends be successful with you? It gets yes. lonely at the top. You don't want to be there by yourself. Mm. So why not work with your friends to help them achieve their dreams as you achieve your own? You know, it might not be feasible at some times, but at the end of the day, we all have time to be there for our friends one time. Or another and I think within 2019 we really have to work on being better friends and not only being successful within ourselves but helping the the, the ones we love around us become successful as well mm-hmm. amen amen <laughs> <laughs> I feel like for me success is is subjective for everyone but I feel like for me if I'm not continuously growing as a person mm. that I I feel like that I'm not being successful or if I feel like I'm if I'm stagnant in one place and I'm not learning something new each day or taking extra classes or just researching something from the past then I feel like I'm not being successful so I need to feel like I'm being productive going forward and not taking a step back and I also feel like a lot of people equate being successful with with money like with a monetary value like for me being successful is being mentally sound, being spiritually fed, being emotionally, you know, invested in the right person and, and having that reciprocated back to me. That's something that I feel is, is successful. And I feel like I told myself in January of 2018 that I want to be in peace in all aspects of my life when it comes to relationships, 
when it comes to friendships, when it when it comes to, you know, my job. And that has really helped me shape other avenues of my life. Because if you're not at peace mentally, everything else around you is basically going to crumble. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very chaotic and the energy that you're giving out is not going to get back to you. And, like, I'm the type of person I don't want to be around any negative energy. I don't want to be around any toxic people. I want what I'm giving off to be reciprocated mm-hmm. in my friendships, whether it's in my, my future love life, when it comes to my family, because I'm internally sound. Like, I'm I'm mentally, you know, ready to accept everything that's coming for mm-hmm. me. So that's, that's very... Success is... Is, that's how I define success, just being mentally sound, mentally prepared, being um, at peace <laughs> in all aspects of my life. And I feel like whatever you put out, you're going to get that in, in return. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a good measurement um, of success. I think success for everybody is different. And uh, like Black T said, is constantly changing for mm-hmm. everybody. Um, I would say that I think that for me to be, I would say it's similar to yours in terms of I want to be mentally stimulated. Mm -hmm. I want to be exposed to new things. I want to be successful in various areas of my life, even if that's small things about, you know, something doing well at a project, Mm -hmm. you know, project for work, um, advancing myself in terms of like going back to school and figuring out certain, um, you know, goals and just like, if change, you know, if that may be changing a career, you know, having a career change, um, just educating myself more in different areas. Um, also I would say just all around to work, to, to be able to work on various areas of my life smoothly, but be able to give enough in each area. Like Mm -hmm. I think that for me, like it's very important to be a good friend to people. So making sure that I'm giving as much as I can in my friendships. But then, like you said, you need to be at peace and and kind of stable on your own first. So, you know, being able to give in terms of friendships, being able to give in terms of a potential down-the-line relationship, being able to um, perform at work, and if there's other things on the side that you enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. um, I would say finding a good balance of... Um, you know, having a great time, enjoying myself, traveling, mm-hmm. um, but then also on the day-to-day routine, making sure that I'm upholding all of those responsibilities and trying to give my best to them as I can. Mm-hmm. I would say that another thing, um, in addition to what I mentioned before about working on in 2019, um, is also like just achieving more of a balance. And I think that's really something that just needs to be worked on. Like mm-hmm. knowing, um, and it kind of come, it kind of, goes hand in hand with what I said, but like knowing what to like exert my energy into or knowing like what's worth it. What's, you know, what should I be, you know, taking the time to work on? What should I be going back to the drawing board and being like, Hey, you're not intentional about this. What can you do to make yourself more intentional here? Um, and just kind of working on the creating a balance so that yes, I'm enjoying things, but I'm also upholding all the things that I guess you would say like a general success. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I definitely agree. And just doing things that you're passionate mm-hmm. about, I feel that just makes your day much better. Like Black T was saying, even if it's like a small project mm-hmm. and you're like, I did this today, you feel good about yourself. I feel like that can that can make your that can turn your entire day yes, around. Just for sure. If it's small, because I feel like small things lead to bigger victories. Oh, definitely. So I think that's definitely um, definitely important point. Um, and then to close, um, our listeners don't know, but we're all turning 30. I'm <laughs> Except not. Black Tea is Except in Black denial. Except Black Tea Black is in denial. denial. Young forever. We're all... Is song for Jay-Z, Forever Young? Is that a... Forever Young. Now I know we why don't we need black with the we podcast. We don't need Black Tea <laughs> singing the song. <laughs> so we're all turning 30. Um, and I feel like something that, you know, um, is important to kind of work towards is how different things will be in our 30s as opposed to... You think so? I don't, think um, so. I don't know if things will be super different, but I think like structuring your mm-hmm. your goals and just... Mm-hmm. I think also, it, it could be similar to your 20s, but I think, um, you know, just that we're in another stage of our life... Um, maybe honing in on certain things. I think also, um, and this doesn't go for everybody, but I would say in your 20s, you kind of have the ability to make a bunch of mistakes, um, you know, uh, you, you know, have idle time and not be like, oh, I really need to be focusing on this mm-hmm. or I really need to get this together. I mm-hmm. think that when, I would say at least for me, um, the just the fact alone that oh I'm gonna be thirty makes me feel like hey on certain things I really need to, need to get my stuff together. Mm-hmm. I really do need to say I'm not putting my time towards this anymore. I'm gonna put my time towards what whatever. Um, and so um, I think that just like having a I guess maybe in your 20s, there's less of a plan. I think mm-hmm. when you hit the end of your 20s, maybe there's more of a like... Focus. Yeah, exactly. Honing in on certain things that you didn't hone in on before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's also choosing. It's like towards the end of your 30s, you start to come into your own. Yes. You start to claim like things you mean that... your end of your 20s or end of your 30s? End of my, your 20s. You know, I don't... I'm, I'm whatever age. Oh, yeah, because Earl Grey... I mean, I mean black, black tea is not turning So, you know, at the yes, end of your is. 20s, you start to come into your own. You start to... You realize what you want as a career. I feel like we've been, you know, brought up on the point where we have to have a career set as soon as we graduate from college. But we've come to realize that it takes a lot of growing up and experiencing the world on our own before we realize what we want to do. So I feel like now that some of us are coming into our 30s, you know, we've we started to like hone in on our skills and what we want to be and what we perceive foresee as a future but you know that's not set in stone you know when some of us turn to 40 that might change you know (laughs) that might change you know it's you know and not to say that you have to have your ish together by 30 no 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 we've seen people who still don't have it together (laughs) you could be 45 not saying we think that's great but no we don't yeah ask my father he's trying to go back to school and we're all looking at him like where (laughs) why yeah no that's true but you know that's the type of person he is he he loves to learn Mm -hmm. so you know don't ever think that you being where you are is not adequate enough, you know. Being 30 should is a blessing. Like, a lot of people don't get to live to be 30. So I think with 30, it's just a new, it's a new day. It's a new chapter in your life. It's just 
where are the next 10 years going to take me? Mm-hmm. It's just a journey that you just began. And I, we should just see it as the next chapter in our lives, regardless of where we are in life. It's just another chapter. Like, I didn't prepare for 20. I was in college. I was doing what I wanted. I'm not preparing right. for 30 either. It is what it is. It's another yeah. day. I'm just living the next page of the chapter that I'm on. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's a good point. I feel like society and certain people put so much emphasis on a number like at age 30 you need to have everything together you need to be the top of your career you need to be married with kids and it's like no i'm not i'm (laughs) I'm not trying to have a child at all or get married right now so i definitely am excited about turning 30 i wouldn't have said this two years ago because i was regretting turning 30 but i feel like what earl green said is something that should what black t said is something that's should be exciting. There's something to look forward to. And I do feel like when you are approaching your later 20s, you're more kind of a little bit more set in your mindset and clear about what you're... Narrow focus. Narrow focus and clear about what you're trying to do in your 30s or within the next five five years. And that helps you in other like parts of your life. It's like, okay, I, I'm, I'm more focused now on what I want because I realize what I want to do with my life. So that makes things around you like come a little bit easier. So I'm definitely excited about 30 and just just seeing like where life, you know, where life goes from here and with Agreed. with all of us because we've been knowing each other for how many years? Oh now? my gosh! For <laughs> how a long many years time? have we known each years, other? Eleven years. Eleven years. It's crazy. Have been eleven years? It's been eleven years. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> I think that it, that it's also nice and something to note that you know. I don't think we ever, we thought about the podcast kind of later in our friendship, I guess you could say. Yeah, I would Um, say that. Or midway through our friendship, maybe. Yeah. And um, I think it's, it just goes to show that like, you know, if you find the right people who have, who are similar aligned, you know, with your passions Mm -hmm. that you guys can, you know, I mean, you can also do things on your, on your own, Mm -hmm. but you can get together with a group. And make something happen. Of and course. it isn't too late. It's not, don't feel like, um, similar to what, to what, um, Palm T said, there's not, I don't think that there is a specific age where you need to have everything together. Right. If you're 35 and you're like, hey, I actually have a great idea for this. Go, go for ahead it. and do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's another thing that, um, in general, like a lesson for, for the new year of yes. like, Hey, you may be thinking, oh, you know what? I'm a little bit older, or right. maybe um, I'm gonna have to do do this on my own, and I'm not really sure if if people are gonna be receptive to it. Mm-hmm. If you think that this is this could be something great, and mm-hmm. you can own it, and it's your passion, go for it. No matter the year, the date, how old you are, um, definitely, um, you know, I'm sure you can um, do something on your own and get you know people to support you and give you the help that you need. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you can tune in to our last podcast yes. um where uh the business owner for ignite ignite your peace um the candle company spoke about kind of going for your goals and and you know not and despite the obstacles that come your way so that's something just to keep in mind that regardless of your age or where you where you are in your life um even if you think hey i don't have my stuff together if you want to go for something go for yeah, it yeah definitely because life is going to keep going, mm-hmm. whether you do it whether or not. You, whether you do it or not. So you just got to keep going. 
Um, so yes, this has been a very um, interesting episode. I hope you guys enjoyed us reflecting back on the new year, um, on the on the past year, and are excited about 2019. So if you want to follow us on Twitter, please do so. It's um, underscore the Tea Room. We're also on Facebook, the Tea Room Podcast, and we are on um, iTunes. So please subscribe to us. So you can hear more about what we have to say. And Instagram. Yes. Mm -hmm. And also, if you have any good topics that you want us to discuss, or if you ever have an idea that you would like to discuss on the podcast, you know, hit us up. It's an opportunity for you to share your ideas with us and us to present it to the listeners. You know, it's all about bringing success. If you want to help us, we'll help you. you (laughs) Yes. Yes. Very true. Or if you want to promote your business. Yes. On our podcast, you can definitely do so. As Earl Grey said, we had a creator of her candle business, Ignite Your Peace, on the show. She gave us great ideas on how to start her own business. So if you're a small business owner or you just want to talk about your journey. Or your own brand. Your own brand. Definitely um, DM us on Instagram, on the Tea Room Podcast, or you can um, hit us up on Twitter. And again, subscribe to iTunes because that's very important for us. (laughs) Or SoundCloud. SoundCloud, yes. Keep sipping. But it's alright. And you're showing up. But it's alright. It's a short life.